Hello and good morning. This is God's Little Hummingbird, a podcast where we study the Word of God. We're starting in Genesis and working our way through to the end in Revelation. So it's a really fun podcast. We do use some of the original languages to help us understand things at time, such as knowing that the word God in Hebrew is Elohim, which is plural, stuff like that. It's kind of fun. It gives it lots of meaning. It helps us to better understand it. And it's just a it's good as we go through the scripture, just it's good to look at what the original language was. Um, we do read from the New King James Version Bible, which you can find online for free at Blue Letter Bible, Bible Hub, or many other great sources of info. And um, if you have any questions, remember to connect with us on our Facebook page, God's Little Hummingbird, and please like and subscribe to this podcast so you make sure you get these. So we, uh, without further ado, let's begin. Today we are in Genesis chapter 22. Now it came to pass after these things that God, or Elohim, God's, tested Abraham, tested. He tried, he wanted to prove. That's the word that, so he was trying to prove him. And he said to him, Abraham, and Abraham said, he, he said, here I am. This may we all be like that. God calls, hey, hey, what you doing, Melissa? Well, here I am, what do you want? Then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Okay, this is a pretty big thing. First of all, let's look at the word Moriah. Moriah means chosen by Yahweh. It is the future home of the temple of God. It's where Solomon built the temple. It's where a plague was stopped. It's where David um, went and made a burnt offering because the angel of Yahweh was going through the... Um, children of Israel and killing many because of David's sin of committing, of doing a census, um, which I believe was from pride. And it's here that we see Abraham and Isaac going to go to offer a possible sacrifice. Now, remember, many things in, in the Bible are symbolic of things. And Abraham and Isaac are a huge picture in this instance of the father and the son of the Elohim. So we have the Father and the Son. And let's keep reading and I'll point out some things. <laughs> Notice Abraham's like, oh my gosh, he just does this. God, I know this is Yahweh's voice. What the world's going on? Verse 3. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which Elohim, or God, said, commanded him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, now listen to this, stay here with the donkey, the lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. Do you notice that Abraham knew both of them would come back? In another verse, I'll show you two verses well, maybe it's three verses, but you'll see that Abraham seems to know God's going to do something because God would never cause him to kill his son, but he's not sure what's going on. Verse 6, so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. That's a huge picture of the cross being laid on the back of Jesus, Yeshua. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. So I just picture him walking through with a one of those burning, you know how they used to use those burning sticks to have fire on. 
and um, Isaac is literally tied to this wood. Pretty interesting, huh? Just like Jesus had the cross tied to his back, Yeshua had the cross. Verse 7. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look at the fire in the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, Elohim, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Do you remember a few chapters ago where we learned about the unilateral covenant of God? Where when the calf was split and the time for the agreement to be made in, in to traditional fashion, and Jeremiah point, proves it, but in traditional Israeli fashion, both parties were supposed to walk through the blood to, to say, hey, look, I will die rather than letting my word fail. I will make this happen. I will keep my word. But Abraham was not allowed to pass through. But the oven and the torch went through. Here's a torch. We see the father carrying the torch and the fire, which was going to be burning. And we see in the picture a few chapters back where God himself basically promises Abraham, I will die to make, I will die to make my word come true. I will keep my promise to you. And here, Abraham knew there was nothing he could do. And he knew God would provide. And if you come over to, if you ever read through, if, as we continue to read, I guess you will, you'll notice that the firstborn of every human and animal belongs to God. And they're to be his. But there was redemption, and the Levites were taken in, in place of the firstborn as his service. And we also know that in place of the firstborn, in place of the firstborn being um, killed, like remember the, the firstborn of Egypt was killed, but the firstborn of Israel was spared when they were coming out of Egypt. Many of you know the story of the Exodus. If not, we'll get there. Keep holding on. Or you can read ahead. It's fine. It's in Exodus. Exodus. Um, just begin in chapter 1 and go all through to like, you know, verse 15 or chapter 15. And so then you should get all the way through it. But my point being here, we see God saying he's going to die to keep this promise. There was nothing, nothing at all Abraham could do. And Abraham had faith that God was going to provide, provide this atonement. And during that Exodus Passover celebration, we remember that the firstborn of Egypt died was the firstborn of, of Israel is saved. And it's very, very similar spiritually. It's instead of us, our firstborn, or us being taken, the firstborn son here of Abraham, instead of his son being killed, for this sacrifice. Ultimately, this was a picture that God himself was going to provide the atonement, the, the sacrifice for our salvation, for our justification, for our penalty of our sin. So it's pretty beautiful. I hope that all makes sense. It will, as we continue to read through the Bible, you'll see the story unfold. Okay, so let's read verse 8 again. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. Who was our sacrifice? It was Yeshua. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son 
and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Wow. And Yeshua, Yeshua praying in the garden was like, Oh, Father, 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 please, if this, you know, let this cup pass from me. But if it's, you know, but not my will, but yours. So he was basically bound to this altar, bound and laid on the altar, I should say. Verse 10, and Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. So he was literally like, okay, I'm going through with this, but I know we're coming back. I told my servants we're coming back. I mean, can you imagine the fear, how his heart must have been racing, how he must have been blind faith, just like, okay, Lord, I know you said to do this. I I just don't understand, but I'm going to keep going. Verse 11, but the angel of Yahweh called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. Did you get that, guys? Abraham, Abraham. God doesn't stutter. I really believe that's the father and the son calling to him, both voices, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. Oh, God, give us that heart, right, that we can just say, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And we were always told that Yeshua is the only son of God, right? See, the picture is beautiful. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. Remember, he said God would provide a burnt offering for, for himself, and God provided his son. God sent his son and provided his son. Literally, I believe Yeshua, you know, the firstborn of all creation, I believe he was, he was so that he could save us, that he exists so that he could save us. And he is our ram. We're told that all through scripture. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. So instead of us eternally being separated from God, Yeshua died so that we could be with him. And Abraham called the name of the place Yahweh Yerech, or Yahweh will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of Yahweh it shall be provided. Then the angel of Yahweh called to Abraham a second time out of heaven, And said, by myself I have sworn, says Yahweh, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. That is so beautiful how God is just going to bless him. Blessing doesn't always mean financial. Blessing doesn't always mean worldly success. Remember that. It's more about having the promises and the peace of God and his salvation. Verse 18. In your seed or in your sperm, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. And the Messiah was sent through Abraham. And Abraham's, quote, sperm has gone to all the nations. And those who are his are being called out. And they're there to join Israel. And they separate from the nations. Verse 19, so Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went to Beersheba, the well of the covenant. Remember where Hagar was and where Abimelech was? And, okay, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Now it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Indeed, Milcha also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Huz his firstborn, Boaz his brother, Kemuel, who is the father of Aram, Chesed, Chazo, Pildash, Yilaf, and Bethuel. And Bethuel begot Rebekah, Rivcha. These eight Milcha bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Reumah, also bore Teva, Gahan, Tahash, and Macha. But notice 
Abraham's brother, brother's family had Rivcha, Rebecca. She's going to play an important role in the coming story. Okay, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Um, have a blessed day. Reach out to us on Facebook. If you have questions, um, comments, things the Holy Spirit's showing you, please help us to understand better what you're being shown. Love you all. Have a much blessed Sabbath.